Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, the 15th of January, and this morning, Rightmove have released their house price index data for January 2024. <clears throat> and there's a couple of interesting things about this. Um, I'm deciding to nickname the index, by the way, the Rightmove Overpricing Index. And I'm not saying that they're overpricing because they don't set the prices. The sellers always set the prices. Remember that, right? Sellers set prices. Agents advise on price and recommend on price and provide valuations, uh, but sellers set the prices based on their expectations of what they want and what they think they, can, they might be get and also what agents tell them. What makes the Right Move House Price Index different from all the other indices um, is that it is based on asking prices only, not sold prices, not sale agreed prices asking prices only, number one. Number two, it's initial asking prices only. So it's not telling you what the average prices are of all the properties on Rightmove. It's only telling you what the average prices are of the newly listed properties in the last month. And if any of those properties have had a price reduction, it doesn't tell us about that. So it excludes uh, prices where the seller has tested the market for a couple of weeks and then dropped the price over a couple of weeks. Those price drops are not included. Um, it was interesting. I've got the whole report. We're going to go through it in a second. It was interesting to hear on the radio this morning that this news being reported as house prices jump. And, you know, without having seen the figures, I heard that. I thought, oh, I wonder what they've done. But they came down a long way in December, and the rise in January is smaller than the fall in December, meaning that the house, that their average asking price is still lower than it was in November. Okay, so that's the headline. But let's let's get into it and see what we can pick out. As you'll notice, I'm trying to have a, a constructive tone here. I'm trying to keep a little bit after last night's quite um, quite passionate. <laughs> AJ says, no, I don't like this title. No, house prices haven't jumped. Okay, asking prices in January are slightly higher than they were in December. House prices haven't jumped. So... They're saying, uh, here we've got the strongest January monthly increase in new seller asking prices since 2020, since four years ago. So that's that's the month on month. That's the change in December. But you've got to remember, to put that in context, December had the biggest drop they've had in a December for a lot longer than that. Year on year, the, uh, the asking price is still down um, by 0.7%, so lower than this time last year. And what they put there is interesting that they put a 5% increase in demand in the first week of the year compared to last year. So they're saying, oh, demand is up, but they've left out that supply is up 15%. But they have got that in, in the commentary down here. So let's just go into the commentary. Um, there has been some tentatively promising activity. Now, what that is code for is not been as busy as we'd like, but it's showing signs that it could be but it is stronger than a year ago, as more prospective buyers and sellers. Now, I would I would agree that I think there's a lot of pent-up buying demand from 23 that's going to that's gonna show itself in 2024, but demand doesn't mean affordability is sold, okay? And buyers can only offer what they can afford. So here they've got the number of new properties coming onto the market for sale is 15% higher than the same period last year. That is a big supply jump. Okay, buyer demand is 5% higher. So in other words, supply has increased three times as much as demand. 
They go on to say competitive demand, competitive pricing from sellers is still vital. No one listens to that part, despite Right Moves' commendable attempts to remind it. With the number of new properties coming to market outpacing the rise in demand. Good to see them pointing that out. No one in the news is reporting that part, though. The number of sales agreed is 20% higher than the first week of last year. Well, that is fantastic news. I mean, the first week of last year was very, very low. It's up on last year. Any increase in agreed sales is great news for everyone. Um, Indicating a strong return of buyer confidence when compared to the unsettled post-mini budget period a year ago. Okay. Since Christmas, Rhino has seen nine of its 10 busiest days on record for people getting a mortgage in principle to see what they can afford to borrow. And uh, the mortgage brokers that I work with also saw a very big spike at the beginning of January, but they said that it tailed off quite fast. Um, another early sign of move is getting their 24 plans in place. People always want to move. You know, whatever the market, people want to move. Whether they can or not is a different point. Um. So I want to go here and just point out to you that the average asking price in November was 360,000 and it's now on right move and it's now 359 that was 362,000 I think 362,000 I actually got it here somewhere. Uh yeah 362,000 in November and it's now 359,000 in January. So it's 3,000 pounds lower than November. So just May, bear that fact in mind when you see the headlines going, house prices jump. They haven't jumped very far, have they? <laughs> They've gone up a little bit, but I wouldn't call it a jump. And it's asking prices, not house prices. The other thing I thought was interesting to compare with last month is that the monthly change they put on all three lower, middle, and top of the ladder price ranges, so they call them first-time buyers, second steppers, and top of the ladder, okay, all of these monthly change increases are smaller than the monthly decrease in December. So whether you're lower, middle, or top end of the market, prices are still, asking prices are still lower than they were in November. They are trending downwards, people. Now, I really, I don't actually recognize ever having seen this before. Down at the bottom, they have actually put the number of asking prices in that sample. Right move measured 63,000 asking prices this month nationally. Circa 95% of the market. They don't have everything, right? People think they do, they don't. Um, but that was interesting to see that number. 63,000 asking prices in a month. That's 63,000 new listings. And what they don't, and they say that the properties were put on sale by agents between the 3rd of December and the 6th of January. Okay, so just over a calendar month. Interesting. Um, what they don't tell us is how many of those have been relisted. I suspect the number is quite high. Okay, now there's lots and lots and lots of blah, blah, blah. Um, all of it basically trying to say that everything's okay. Agents views backing that up too. But I thought what was what was more interesting was, was to get down to this. So here's the asking price trend. And if you go back to, to, to May last year, you can see that there's a, there's a sort of downwards trend there, even with the rise in January. Um, affordability trends uh, actually got worse slightly in January there. 
Um, price and activity trends. So this is the five-year asking price trend. And you can see there as well, that since May last year, it's been trending downwards, right? Trending downwards, guys. Look at the long trend, not the month on month, if you want to know what's happening. Okay, so you know, when you see reports saying house prices are rising and then you see the even right move, who, who publishes the highest prices of all, showing the trend going downwards, then you can you can draw your own conclusion. Um, um, it's very surprising that the average stock per agent has come down, but it is higher than it was last, last December. So that's 49 per agent, including under-offer stuff. Um, hopefully there'll be more of that coming on. And they said that in January, there's been a record number of new properties added. That's, that's cool so far. Uh, this is this is worrying and bad news for everyone, whether you are a buyer or a seller um, or an agent. That is a big increase in average time to secure a buyer in number of days nationally. It's gone from 66 last month to 71 days. That's a jump of five days in how long it's taking. Now, guys, if you're a seller, and that's the average time, okay, there's, there's no one who's taking 71 days, but th there are going to be people who are taking much longer than that and people who are taking less than that because they're pricing sensibly, okay? But if the average is going up, what that tells you is there are more and more people taking longer and longer to find a buyer for the house. And securing a buyer doesn't mean the deal goes through. And in London, that's jumped even worse from 71 days to 78 days. That's a 10% increase in time to secure a buyer for people trying to sell in London. All right. Um, all right, guys, that's it. I just wanted to have a, a, a quick, quick update on that for you today. Um, overpricing means that buyers can't afford properties. Sellers can't sell properties and agents can't earn a fee. Overpricing is a pervasive problem that grinds the whole housing market down. Uh, so just if you are a seller, understand that you will be completely convinced by house price indices and agents and right move prices and media reporting that the house prices aren't falling, but look for yourself and you can see that they are. But anyway, your asking price, the higher your asking price, the lower the level of interest. The higher your asking price, the lower the level of interest. The lower your asking price, the higher the level of interest and the better chance of getting competing buyers, which is how you get the best price for property in this market. Okay, so I've got this chat, Clive Weston, who says, Charlie, you need to recognize the difference between Halifax and right with calculations. <laughs> Clive, I can assure you that I'm well aware of the difference. I still think it's worth knowing that there is a, there, that, that right move is reporting asking prices and the sheer massive size between the 360,000 asking price average house price, because that's what they call it, right? The average house price, a right move average house price is 360,000 and Halifax average house price is 280 something thousand. I'm trying to highlight the overpricing that happens, right? That's the point of saying that. I am fully aware, and if you don't know how long you've been watching my channel, but I've always pointed out that, that the lender indices are for agreed prices, not completed. They don't always complete. Sometimes they get renegotiated as well, and they exclude cash prices. But it's really, really important to understand. I'm trying to raise awareness of the overpricing problem, all right? Um, now, 
despite the relentless talking up of the market by all of the vested interest uh, parties in the media um, and in the industry, um, it's still kind of going as I have expected. And with the increased number of properties coming on, a lot of them relisted from people who couldn't sell last year. Um, and with the econ- economic news, I mean, today, uh, a BDO story, I think, uh, put out their employment index. It's getting, it's, it's, I can't remember the numbers, but it's worse for a long time. Citibank announced, well, in the headline, it said 20,000 job cuts. And you read the article, actually, it's 60,000 job cuts. That's one of the biggest banks in the world. Um, all of these things are very negative economic indicators. The economy is getting worse, not better. That's going to continue to put downward pressure on house prices, even if interest rates come down, because it means that people are losing their jobs. People without a job won't get a mortgage. And people's uh, an average real wage growth is going to weaken as well. Uh, this is all going, roughly speaking, as I expected from 18 months ago. And I think we have worse house price falls to look at this year. I know everyone's, I mean, Knight Frank has revised its, its its position of house prices going up this year, all over the place. Otherwise, they don't know what's happening. Um, but just looking for any quick, any other quick. Uh, yeah, Matt says sellers are still in fantasy land, but I, I I agree with you that they are. But but there are two groups of sellers: the ones that will sell if they get the price they want; otherwise, they'll stay put. Well, in my mind, those are those are just the, the seller equivalent of a tire kicker. And then there are sellers who need to move and they ask lots of agents and all the agents are overpricing. And so they think, well, that's reasonable. If they all agree, then that must be the price it's worth. And then they can't understand why they can't sell the house. Those guys aren't fantasy land. I think they've been misadvised and misguided and misled. Um, um, And Gemstone Girl 108 says, cash buyer, and I can't decide whether to wait longer or just buy now. Always buy now. If you want a home, you need a home, you have the money to afford a home, and you found one that you can afford. Always buy now. Okay. The only reason you wouldn't buy now in that scenario is if it's you're only doing it for investment purposes. And if you're only doing a cash purchase for investment purposes, a base expecting the house prices to go up, no, I wouldn't buy now. If you think if you're saying gemstone girl if wait longer for prices to come down yeah they're going to come down but you don't necessarily need to wait go out there and view and offer what you think it's worth give it like if you're waiting for asking prices to come down by the time they've come down you'll have missed it and if you want a home in the meantime so i mean if you're if you're not comfortable where you are now and you want a home urgently be out be viewing find something you like and offer what you are comfortable offering in this market there's no point in waiting if you need a home just don't overpay um but if your question is do i think house prices overall are going to come down yes i do think they're going to come down considerably further i think there's going to be more and more choice uh, better and better prices but that doesn't mean you shouldn't be out viewing because you don't it doesn't matter what the whole market does you only need to find one house you like with a motivated seller Bingo, you've got one and you've got it sooner than, sooner than otherwise. So I, I am I would never advocate anybody to wait if you need and want a home and can afford it, provided you don't overpay. Um okay, here we've got a seller, a seller called S. Gilly, 
who says, I have a house priced at 330,000, but there are similar properties on my road for similar prices that haven't sold in months. Should I sell at 300,000 to get interest? Um, well done for asking the question. Yes, um, S. Gilly, thank you for this because you're showing that what you've done is you've gone on the on, onto the market at the same price as other properties on your road because that seems reasonable, doesn't it? Well, not if none of those are selling. And yes, if you price it quite aggressively below the others, the people who do want to buy a house on that road are all going to come to yours. They're going to compete because they realize that yours will be the best value and they will compete and you'll find out the best price the market's going to pay you for your home in this market. So yes, I would take, if you, first of all, I would change agent because if the agent advised you, unless you insisted on the price, if you insisted on, on this price against the agent's advice, don't change agent because they don't deserve to lose your business. However, if you went on the market at this price because the agent convinced you that they could get that price and they have failed you and left you sitting there, they don't deserve your business. You should go to another agent. You should go to an agent and ask them for the advice on exactly what the right price is to get the interest and get competing buyers. Thank you very much for, um, for, for that comment. It's very, very helpful when sellers do that. Um, right, guys, I'm going to wrap it up. I've got to keep, I've got lots more to do. Uh, so thanks for watching. And, um, Change is coming, says yes. The Guardian headline this morning, UK house prices forecast to rise 3% in 2024. That's one of the people. So that I think they're quoting Knight Frank, who's just all over the shop. Um, I don't think there's any hope in hell of house prices rising in 2024. I think people are convinced there are going to be interest rate cuts that aren't going to happen. I think the people are convinced that if interest rates do come down, prices will go up. That's not going to happen either. See the video last night with Alex, where he shows that even when interest rates dropped to rock bottom back in 2009 or where it was, house prices didn't move for about four years. So uh, there's an awful lot of people in the industry who've convinced themselves that, A, if interest rates are coming down because inflation is coming down, I don't think they're going to come down as soon as you, you want them to. B, when they come down, prices are going to go up. No, they're not. So, um, yeah. Good morning, everyone. Have a great time. Lots more videos coming soon. See you soon and see you on the next one. Bye.